Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Well, good morning, Tara. Good morning, Jill. I mean, you are looking fabulous. I love what's going on here. It's my favorite. You guys, Jill has her hair pulled back and she's wearing a very beautiful print dress. And I I feel like you're going out on the town right now. I mean, I wish I was going out on the town, but I'm not. But what I am doing, which is very exciting, is we have a guest on our shorts podcast this morning. And her name is Jill Polisi. Welcome, Jill. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me, ladies. Yeah, we're so excited to talk to you because it is swimsuit season and Jill is a swimsuit designer. She has worked with some major swimsuit brands and now she has her own company called Call to Action. And we're just so excited to have you. So we would love to hear what is going to make me look thin in a a bikini. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) the good news is... um, we don't, I think we don't need to always look thin in order to look confident. Um, so that's the, that's, that's the theme I think now t- today. And I want to embrace it because I think the sexier women are the confident women in their swimsuits. I, I absolutely love that you just said that because it's so true. And I think when, you know, when I work with clients, the thought of swimsuits sends them to the moon. It's like, they yeah. don't want to go look from just uh, bring them, but you know, it's very difficult, but you got to embrace yourself. Yes. Yes. And you know, I want to share a secret this, we didn't talk about this in advance, but I've been designing swimwear since college. So I, I specialized in active sportswear and have been working in this industry since for a long time. I'm not, I didn't just graduate. I've been doing it for a long time, but um, I was fortunate enough to work for Gotex, which is a European, it's based out of Tel Aviv and they began as a European brand. And, um, and I was also fortunate to attend their 50 year um, celebration party in Elat, Israel, where they brought in um, models, salespeople, people from all over the world that have ever touched the brand. So uh, at one point there was a pool party and um, <laughs> women from all, of, most of the European women showed up in the tiniest bikinis at any age, any size. And they were sexy. It would, All of the Americans were sitting kind of like all covered up and, and bunched up. And these women just rocked the pool. And I learned, I learned so much about what it means to be confident in a swimsuit. And it's not about being thin and, you know, perfect. It's, it's the opposite in a way. And I love that when you go to your website, it's just like normal people on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you that are really yeah. <laughs> models, but then it's normal people, like just like yeah. everyday people. It's really refreshing yeah. to see yeah. that. Thank you. I agree. I think it, you know, especially because of the time that we're in and the pressure that we can all put on ourselves because of social media and we're all, you know, very visibly, um, you can see us, right? So I love the fact that you have used normal people and normalized the fact that your body type is acceptable no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, but my question is, 
you know, you said you got started in swimwear a long time ago. How did, how did you do that? I mean, did it just come to you one day where you're like, I need to design my own swimsuit. I hate what's out there. <laughs> no, it was the opposite. In fact, I, I'm not, um, well, I'm a, I was a figure skater and ice dancer and made my own dresses. Um, and I, I learned to sew when I was five. I was passionate about design. I knew I would be a designer by the age of eight. Um, I thought I would be going into sportswear. I thought I'd be in Paris. But, you know, the whole idea of um, spandex fiber, it rocked my world. And when I, it's hard to work with. Um, but when I learned to work with it at about age, I don't know, 12 or 13, um, to create stuff that didn't look like gaudy sequins and all that stuff back when everybody was wearing gaudy and sequins, I, I fell in love with the fiber and understood it in a new way. So it just seemed like a natural next step to specialize in active sportswear, which wasn't just swim. It was anything that you, basically anything that you would wear that has uh, spandex fiber. And, uh, and then I, I think it just, you know, one thing led to another and I found myself in swimwear because it's a very creative field, believe it or not. Um, that's how I did and is there a particular style of swimsuit that you like to wear or that, you know, you really enjoy creating? Um, yes and no. I in I guess I, I've evolved over time. I like to wear anything that makes me feel confident. I guess the theme is always what makes me feel confident. It doesn't have to be a two-piece or one-piece. It's, you know, what makes you feel confident. And so I'm really interested to hear about your company call to action because that's obviously a pretty strong name. What tell us about your brand, tell us about what, how you came up with that name. That that's an interesting story for me, but um I've seen a lot in uh over the course of all of the years that I've been designing swimwear. And uh it hasn't always been good. <laughs> you know, you see a lot that isn't great. Um, and I've had a lot of opinions about it, but when you're working for a big company, you can't, there's only so much that you can do. So my goal for myself has always been to get to this point in life where I can make, use my ability, my passion and my, and use my energy. You know, if I could write a giant check for environmental issues, I would, I would just open my bank account and send it all to, um, for causes that, you, you know working on climate change and but I can't so I'm using my um my knowledge and my skills the things that I've learned I'm putting it to this this company um so that I can I'm passionate about it I can educate about climate change we all know about it but it's a very real thing and we need to think about it every single day when we put on our clothing our swimwear you know swimwear is one of the only products really that we can't purchase in a secondhand shop. Mm -hmm. So um, so we need to think about these things. And I am sincerely passionate about it, uh, which is why, you know, I, I, I've always known that this is what I wanted to do. But the name of the company actually hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, as I was sitting on a train to New York, meeting a friend for lunch, thinking about what is my call to action, I have to show up at this lunch. I have to be pulled together, have a plan, an action plan, because it was a, a, a heavy hitter friend in the, in the garment industry. And she, I knew that she was going to ask me, what have you been up to? And, um, you know, and I had been kind of 
enjoying some time with my kids, but it was time for me. It, it became apparent. It was time for me to come back to work and I was excited about it, but needed it, needed a plan. And on that four hour train ride, it hit me over the head. My call to action is <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I knew it. And I was able to um, put it on paper. I called my husband from the train and said, please, could you do me a favor today and trademark the name call to action clothing? And he was like, um, well, <laughs> I can't, I don't, I mean, can it wait? And I'm like, no, it actually, it really can't wait. It has to be done today. And he's, he's wonderful. And he said, okay, you know, I, I rarely call him in with giant demands like that. So he knew I was serious and he did it and it was available and it just seemed like it informed it's informing everything that we're doing now. So, um, so it was a good choice. I love that story. That is amazing. I'm, I'm happy for our listeners to hear that. Um, also, wait, you had mentioned to me bits blockers. <laughs> are, and I have no idea what bits blockers are, but you have a patent pending. And I think all of that is so interesting. So can you talk about that for a minute? Yes, I can. It's bits blockers, basically... I mean, can we talk about nipples on this show? We need to talk about yes. nipples. <laughs> but I didn't want to say nipples. So yes. Um, we, we, we need to because, um, and it ties into the environmental piece. So uh, along the, well, for all of the years that I have been designing swimwear, little polyurethane phone cups have been part of a woman's swimwear. And for whatever reason, and what I've discovered is that it isn't really to add curves. I think sometimes people think it's there to give you artificial curves or whatever, but the real reason is people, women want some modesty when it comes to swim. They want, they do want to feel confident. And, you know, if it's, if you're wearing a light color and you jump in the water, you often see women kind of covering up or bent over, or they don't even go in the water or swim because they're afraid that their beautiful white swimsuit is they're going to come out and be kind of nipply. <laughs> so then the, the foam crinkly cup appears, but that's wrinkly and it folds over and you can only use it once. And then you wind up pulling it out and just throwing it away. And it's mm-hmm. filling up. We don't need any more things in landfill. I actually have a stack of them on my dryer. I have a stack <laughs> of those stupid things. I can't even them. <laughs> I have a stack right here. I save them because it it just reminds me of my work every day. And it reminds me that this work is important. It's not, it. we might be talking about swimwear and beach, but it, this is important work. These things, I'm one person and I have a stack of these. This is just polyurethane. That's, can't we can't them. keep doing that to the environment. So, so bits blockers is basically like a pasty permanently attached to the inside of a bra. And it, so when a, it looks kind of cool on the inside, it's pretty, but, but mostly if you are wearing a white suit and you want to jump into the water, you come out and you just don't have to deal with your nipples out, you know? So the headlights are, it's kind of, it gives you a little privacy or modesty. Well, we all need that. And I, that's amazing. I hate those little things. They're all over in my house too, because I have daughters, right? So they rip them out of their um, swimsuits and 
you know, they're just end up in their room on the floor, to be honest. Yeah. And you end yeah. up sitting on the beach or by the pool, realizing that one of them is folded over and then you got to try to find the hole and you got to like get your arm up and get into the hole yeah. and straighten it out. And it's just like a disaster. Or else you put your swimsuit up from a long time ago and it's like all the way up to the top. <laughs> you have like another breast. Yeah. <laughs> and they really don't. And at the end of the day, I do, I'm always coming back to women are the most beautiful, the most attractive, they're sexier in their swimwear when they're the most natural. So if you're an A cup and you're trying to fake it by putting in crinkly, like you're not kidding everyone. Everyone knows that you're wearing foam bra and it's way sexier if you could just wear a skimpier style. If you're an A cup, you're so lucky because just wear a smaller bikini top. It's so sexy and you don't need to have big breasts in order to be sexy. Just be natural. And that's prettier. That's sexier. I totally same as a double D that's, I mean, good for you. <laughs> we have bras for double D women too. And you don't, you, it, it, um, you don't need pads in there. You just, just go ahead and I mean, rock it. Cause that's good I for you. Actually, can I ask a question on that as a swimsuit expert? I yeah. do have a friend who had, who is very, this is uh, definitely not me, but who has very large breasts. And I mean, very like double D, I would say, but she's like a 32 double D. Yeah. Um, what is the best, you know, she's had, she's had so much trouble finding a top that will actually like hold her up, but doesn't, isn't like a complete like straight jacket. Like what's the best style or shape or whatever? What should she look for in a bathing suit? I love this question because I have a daughter, a gorgeous daughter who's 19, and she is the opposite of me where she's a 30E or a 30 double D. She's tiny. She's the tiniest little, she'll kill me for, for telling you her bra size. But that uh, it, it, when I was shopping with her, as a, as a, she was invited to her first pool party in high school, and she couldn't, it was difficult to find a bra for her. So I started creating one for her and we have it. It's called the Makina bra. It's in hmm. the C2A line, but it is built up high on the sides. So there's some structure to the, to each of the side bra and a really high armhole there, but it moves the, basically the breast tissue to the front. So it's, she's held in on the sides, which is where she needs it. She's sexy in the front because she's got all of that, you know, to show, and she shouldn't feel afraid that that's, I mean, show it. It's beautiful. Just, you know, you just don't want to be spilling out on both sides. So if you're out in the front, then you don't want to be out on the sides. Yeah. Yeah. Good back and a, a heavier, like a thicker strap in the back is important and adjustable so that she can, you know, adjust. Okay. Yes. Cause I was that child, your daughter, when I was in high school, <laughs> it was so impossible. And you also don't, feel like when you're in high school, you want to call more attention to the right. fact that you have large breasts. Mm -hmm. And so I would remember just hoisting the swim, like tying it so tight around my neck that I literally would get marks in the back of my yeah. neck to hold myself up and to like kind of just make it look smaller, but it never did. But it just, there was nothing that worked. Yeah. It's very hard. And a lot of the like when, a lot of the bathing suits out there, I find when you start to tie them or even when you have adjustable straps, 
it just doesn't last. Like if they just, as soon as you start moving, I think they just kind of loosen up and it's just frustrating for, yeah. Yeah. Not for me because I'm very flat. (laughs) Well, you guys, Jill solving all of our problems, our swimsuit problems. I'm so happy that we got to speak to you today and that you have started a swimsuit company in Boston because we need you. Oh, thank you. If you want to find out more, where should they go to find out more and shop for your swimsuits, Jill? Um, you can find us at calltoactionclothing.com. Um, I have a dear friend who's a stylist, um, Arisha Symes. She's not nearly as um, prolific as you, Tara, but she's here in Boston. She has a small um, North Shore clientele, so she's lo- really local, local. Um, I'd love to get some of my suits in Tara's hands. Um, I'll wear them. Oh, yep. And, um, but mostly right now we're online. And, oh, and I, I have a friend at Eden Pond Swim too, who has a beautiful shop in Concord. Yes. Eden Pond Swim. I love her. I love everything she stands for. I think you guys are a perfect marriage. Yep. And everything she has there, I tell people you will find something for yes. sure. Yes. She is a true, um, swimwear. She has the most beautiful eye for high end, for luxury swim. And I, and just, I must say people, most people should be spending money on swim. It's, not something to skimp on. Old Navy is fast fashion. Just don't do it. You're wasting your money. Just invest, invest, invest in, you know, save on, maybe save on your Levi's and go buy them at a secondhand store, cut them off and make them gorgeous, but make them your own. But when it comes to swim or even like bras, lingerie, those things don't skimp because, because you need them to last. You need quality there. It's true. Thank you, Gail. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. It was so great to talk to you. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Leaded Shorts.